Hi, I'm Dale Fryer, and this is America News Now. With less than a month before Election Day, the Clinton and Trump campaigns are getting hotter than an ass crack on a Georgia summer day. Reed Rickenbach reports from the Clinton camp. This last week, I was with her, literally. Hillary Clinton gave an impassioned speech outside of an abandoned steel mill in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hello, black voters. Hola, Latino voters. Hello, suburban moms. And hello to all the other demographics in which I'm currently leading. <laughs> you know, Tim Kaine, who was a missionary in Honduras back in the day, told me that the best way to reach out to Hispanic voters is to not speak Spanish. But yo soy Hillary Clinton, donde esta la biblioteca? After her speech, Clinton expressed satisfaction with the current state of her campaign. Well, I'm really glad that Assange didn't leak any bombshells because holy guacamole. <laughs> or should I say salsa? What poll's better? But believe me, <laughs> there are bombshells to be leaked. <clears throat> While Clinton herself has been relatively free of gaffes, her husband, Bill, had trouble staying on message this week. You know, Hillary's gonna make me sleep on the couch for saying this, but Obamacare has got to be the craziest thing in the world. <laughs> and believe me, I've seen some pretty crazy things. You ever see lesbian Olympians French kiss? It's bananas. Later in the day, the former president tried to explain his characterization. Now, Obamacare's first problem is that it doesn't have a good name. People may criticize the three strikes law and say it leads to unfair sentencing for black people, but damn, does it have a catchy name. Who doesn't like baseball? After a lukewarm debate performance, Tim Kaine has been forced to double his campaign appearances to reassure the Democratic base. How's everyone doing? Doing good? Doing good. Ah, good. Of course, let's give it up for the local fire department. I'm here to introduce you to the next president of the United States, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Oh, and, and uh, before I go, please remember to stay hydrated. It's a hot day out here. Hello, suburban moms. How about this Alicia Mikado, huh? Isn't she the prettiest political prop you've ever seen? And Trump wants you to call her Miss Housekeeping. Well, Bill and I learn all of our housekeepers' names. Of all of the attacks Secretary Clinton made on Trump during their first debate, criticism for how he spoke to Miss Universe Alicia Mikado stuck the most. However, the Clinton camp refuses to declare a victory. You know, that Miss Universe thing during the debate was hastily thrown together. It was a trap, sure, but it wasn't even set up well. All he had to do was not call a woman fat. Most of my staff didn't think he'd bite on it, but God damned that orange motherfucker chew. Despite being a former mayor, governor, and current senator, Tim Kaine was happy to accept his role as Hillary Clinton's yes man. Oh golly, she's wonderful. <laughs> is that a word? It is now. You know, people said I don't bring a lot of excitement to the ticket. Uh, and they're probably right. But what I do bring is extensive government experience. This next song is dedicated to my daughters and all the daughters in the world, especially you, see Clinton. While the Clinton-Kane ticket has a seemingly safe lead among likely voters, they have underperformed with young people. My analysts tell me that I'm not doing very well among millennials, and I don't understand. Is me not being Donald Trump not good enough for them? What could they possibly want? And don't say Bernie Sanders. Seriously. 
the dream is dead. It is as dead as he will be in two years. The aforementioned Bernie Sanders reluctantly campaigned for Hillary on Thursday. Seriously, to my supporters, why are some of you voting for Jill Stein? I keep telling you guys to vote for Clinton. Why have you stopped listening to me? I'm still hip. I am still with it. I know about Kid Cudi's mental health problems. No, no, I'm serious. I will not take another selfie unless you promise to vote for Hillary Clinton. There is an orange racist over there who is looking to deport anyone with dreadlocks. A frustrated Sanders reportedly had trouble finding the bathroom after his speech. Luckily, we caught up with him during his search. I'll tell you this. It's not as good as it once was. Remember when a boy had landed on the podium and it dominated the news cycle for a whole week? Those were the days. I used to pal around with Danny DeVito, Rosario Dawson, and Neil Young. Now, not even a killer Mike will return my phone calls. After he dropped out of the race in July, many of Bernie Sanders' celebrity followers left to support Clinton as Sanders intended. One supporter who has been there from the beginning, however, is actor Christopher Walken. I like Hillary because of her policies in her career and public service. And the Republicans have sounded a lot like a group of fifth graders standing by the jungle gym. I was bullied. They would make fun of me at lunch for only eating pineapple, a beautiful succulent fruit. Trump is like those bullies, but replace pineapple with Muslims and eating with being. Famed actor and God impersonator Morgan Freeman also gave an impassioned endorsement. I support Hillary Clinton because I trust her to take this country through a river of shit and come out clean the other side. Just like my good friend, Andy Dufresne. For Secretary Clinton, the celebrity endorsements just kept rolling in. Did you hear about my new urban friend? LeBron James is a successful black millionaire from my favorite state every four years, Ohio. Talk about a slam dunk. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. With a commanding lead, the Clinton-Kane ticket looks to the future and how they plan to govern. We want a you're-hired president in Hillary Clinton, not a you're-fired president in Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I got a better one. Eight years ago, we were saying, yes, we can. But now we'll be saying, yes, we can. Huh? I don't want to be accused of whipping out that Mexican thing, but I would like to reiterate, I am your abuela. While the Clinton campaign's spirits remain high, they refuse to become too confident, remembering that 41% of Americans believe that humans and dinosaurs probably lived at the same time. For American News Now, I'm Reed Rickenbach. Tuesday was the first and only vice presidential debate. It was watched by 37 million people, who apparently all hate themselves. And for those keeping track at home, the final score of the debate was 3-9-11 mentions for Tim Kaine and one for Mike Pence. The theme of the debate was interrupting each other and bragging about how Christian they are. And surprise, they're both super Christian. Which is good because America isn't very Christian. We might say we are, but according to a study from the Hartford Institute, only 20% of Americans attend church weekly. And most of those only go for the free wine and crackers. Speaking of crackers, the vice presidential debate featured Tim Kaine bringing up every bad thing that Donald Trump has ever said, and Mike Pence denying that he has ever said them at all. 
All in all, the debate was civil and respectful enough that just for a brief moment, Republicans and Democrats were able to look at each other in the eye and not say, you're a complete moron. While polls indicate that Mike Pence won the debate, the Trump campaign has lagged in the polls, following his worst week with an even worse week. Nicole Anderson reports on the Trump campaign. More and more, voters across the nation are saying no to Trump. But you wouldn't know that from the campaign or biker bars. The Don himself spoke to a crowd in Reno, Nevada. They're moving our jobs to Mexico. They're moving our jobs to Mexico. Where are they moving our jobs? Trick question. China. After his speech, I managed to catch up with Donald on Trump Force One. My campaign is doing so, so well. The smartest people are saying I'm doing very well. I get calls all the time to my private plane from pollsters saying, Donald, you're never going to believe it. You're literally killing Hillary Clinton. And it's right what they say, that even if I took out my very large penis on Fifth Avenue and that penis shot someone in the face, I'd still win. In spite of Trump's confidence, his daughter Ivanka, the most likable of the Trump clan, worries that her father's behavior could sink the campaign. You know, daddy is trying his best, but he gets distracted by insults, media coverage, shiny things, and even the little floaters on his retina. Going into the next debate, we're focusing on having less than four mentions of Rosie O'Donnell. If dad succeeds, we'll give him a cookie. Most polls deemed Trump's running mate, Governor Mike Pence, the winner of Tuesday's vice presidential debate. Governor Pence explained the differences between his and his running mate's speaking styles. You know, Donald and I approach this whole debate thing differently. I like to maintain the stoic demeanor of your disappointed stepfather, which is something the American people find familiar and are weirdly attracted to. I may be a more experienced debater, but Donald is very good at his rallies and speeches where he can speak directly to the American people without those pesky fact checkers. You know CNN, probably the worst news network. Don Lemon, he's a lemon. Reported that I was furious about Mike Pence doing good in the debate. But why would I be mad about that? He's not Mexican. He hasn't taken my job. He'd only have to take my job if I died. And if I died, it would be from all the sex I have with my beautiful wife, Melania. Melania has had very few campaign appearances since her high-profile speech at the Republican National Convention. However, she made a rare appearance to introduce her husband in Pennsylvania. My husband is a wonderful man. He's been very good to me and our son, Baron. He was always there right after the diaper was changed. I love him very much and he loves the way I look. So, without further ado, here is some music that the musician said we weren't allowed to play. It's no secret that Donald Trump has had trouble connecting to minorities, with polls showing as little as 1% of support among African Americans. However, this has not stopped Daryl Grant from attending Trump rallies. You never know what's going to happen at a Trump rally. I hear the N-word quite a bit, but I'm happy to go because the Trump campaign pays me handsomely for my efforts. Mr. Grant is on the Trump payroll to appear at several of his rallies. Donald pointed him out during a recent event in Raleigh, North Carolina. Look over there, it's my African-American. I have an African-American here, and he is not Dwayne Wade, whose cousin was shot in Chicago. He's a real-life African-American. He's the greatest. He would not mind being stopped in frisk. Sometimes he brings me on stage personally to give me a hug, but sometimes he tells his supporters that they should beat me up because I'm a protester. 
Donald Trump likes to keep me on my toes and at a distance. Also kept at a distance is Mike Pence. After the debate, left-wing media outlets criticized Pence for denying that Trump had said things that he had actually said. He held a press conference Friday. Governor Pence, do you defend Donald Trump saying that he can grab women by the genitalia without permission? He never said that. That's nonsense. Governor Pence, how do you explain Mr. Trump claiming a nearly $1 billion loss on his 1995 tax return? What? He never lost that money. Don't be ridiculous. Donald is a great businessman. Governor Pence, Governor Pence, do you think it's appropriate for Donald Trump to run for president when he is most famous for hosting a reality show? He never hosted a reality show. That's pure fabrication. This media business will make up anything just to attack political figures, and I can't stand it. Given recent comments, do you regret accepting a position as Donald Trump's running mate? What? I never accepted the position of Donald Trump's running mate. Overall, the campaign experience has been a change of pace for the Donald, whose day used to consist of one racist outburst and two rounds of golf, but now has two racist outbursts and only one round of golf. However, time on the road has allowed the favorite Trump child to bond with her father. Traveling with my dad has been great. We have spent more time together than ever before. I just wish I didn't have to remind him that I'm married so often. On the last day I spent with the Trump campaign, videos surfaced of Donald Trump discussing graphic details of his infidelity and admitted sexual harassment. His words were so deplorable, Donald J. Trump made his first actual apology of the campaign. I am very sorry for the words that are used. People who know me know that I'm nothing like that person. In the 11 years since I have said those things, I have focused my efforts on proving that Barack Obama was not born in the U.S. I've only grabbed one pussy since then, and it belongs to Melania. I am sorry. I've changed. By the way, I've never heard Hillary say she was sorry for Benghazi. My time with the Trump campaign went fairly well, but that is likely because I am not fat, disabled, black, Mexican, Muslim, or Rosie O'Donnell. Instead, I'm a suburban white woman who won't be voting for Donald Trump. For American News Now, I'm Nicole Henderson. Third-party candidates Gary Johnson and Jill Stein begged to be featured on the program. But, like a proper media outlet, we didn't cover their campaigns. Instead, we turn our focus to statistical analysis, which has become one of the most essential tools for covering a presidential campaign. Joining us on the program is statistician and election guru Howard Gold. Thank you for joining us. Thanks. Ew. I don't shake hands. Every time you shake a hand, you become 37% more likely to contract an illness, and there's a 54% chance for that disease to be the common cold. Okay. So, tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, I analyze polls and voter data to predict the outcome of elections. I've successfully predicted every presidential, senatorial, and congressional race for the past 12 years. Very impressive. Like, holy shit! Whoa! So according to your analysis, who is most likely to win this presidential election? (laughs) Well, that's an interesting question. (laughs) I'm sure you're getting in a lot. Well, according to my calculations, Secretary Clinton has an 83.69% chance of winning Pennsylvania, the most critical swing state. However, she only has a 53.3% chance of winning Iowa, 57.1% in Ohio, 63.7% in North Carolina, 67.9% in Florida, 67.8% in Nevada, 78.7% in New Hampshire. Hey, 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 calm down there, buddy. Sorry, I had a stat attack. Dale, if you don't mind, I'll list some things that have a 100% probability of happening. It calms me down. Donald Trump will win in Alabama. Hillary Clinton will win in Maryland. The sun will rise tomorrow. I will never have a girlfriend. Aw, buddy. It's okay. 
I have a 67.7% chance of getting over this. Ah. So what are you planning to do after the election? I reboot. I hibernate. Beep boop. I'm a robot. <laughs> just kidding. That's just what my family thinks and laughs at. Oh, I'm sure they don't think that. There's an 83.7% chance that they do. I'd like to thank Howard Gold for coming onto the program. And that's it for American News Now from the campaign trail. We look forward to the next president, whoever she may be. I'm Dale Fryer reminding you that Donald Trump still runs beauty pageants. Good night, America. <laughs>